everyone. Welcome to the Carry On Cast. It's the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where you get to hear the pastors talk about the upcoming preaching text. I'm so glad to be with you today. I'm Pastor Kevin, and I'm here with... Pastor Eric. And Pastor Megan is on some continuing education, so you get the two of us. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome back, Pastor Eric. <laughs> yeah. Also, we'll take some vacation this yeah. summer, uh, recently here, too, so that's exciting. Yeah, we... Uh, our youngest uh, got to pick his solo MEA trip, and he won't, he's really into Civil War history, and so uh, we went to uh, Antietam, and Gettysburg and also um, he's into Abraham Lincoln and Gettysburg Address and stuff so it was really cool good was good this kind of surreal like to walk yes. like, through these places yeah like, it, I mean we were so exhausted after like the first <laughs> two days and we were like what why are we so tired mm-hmm. it's so it's just so heavy mm-hmm. so hard to comprehend and you know you're just trying to imagine you know, tens of thousands of soldiers, you know, gathering, coming across the countryside to that location. And it's just mm. wild. It's just hard to imagine. Yeah. You can't, you really, I couldn't comprehend it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But it's fascinating because there's all of these places where we've marked as kind of these, uh, this is sacred ground in some way yeah. right? or important things. And what do we do with those places? We kind of have memories there. Or yeah. We, remember the people who have either mm-hmm. fought in battle there or you know yeah. journey along the way there and how important it is just that as we get into this coming weekend in worship yeah. we're also doing some remembering right because lots of times when it comes to civil war things even in the united states right or other things right here in minnesota we want to kind of just forget the past we don't right. really want to name that death happened here mm-hmm. right yeah no uh, and, and as you're saying that i was thinking about standing at uh the National Cemetery at Gettysburg, Ooh, where Lincoln yeah. did the 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 um, Gettysburg Address, and and I was ta- thinking in my head as you were talking about that, the um, who gave their last full measure, you know? Ooh, yeah, yes, right, yes. But isn't it isn't it just fascinating that we are so connected to stories about war or different things like that? Yeah. And and you know we live in a violent world. I mean, today oh, yeah. the 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 conflict and war in Israel and Gaza is mm-hmm. there's no resolution in sight. Yep. There's just fear. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of death, and it's hard to again say those things out loud. Yeah, because it's can be so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and and when we get to All Saints, here is another opportunity where we get to talk about people who have died, who have left mm-hmm. a mark on our lives. Yeah, sometimes for good, sometimes for bad. Usually a mixture of both right yeah that's what in a way that's what this is all about is that we have victory over death and the power of death in our life we shouldn't be afraid to talk about it uh we're all going to the same place and uh we have good news that's what christ came to the to was crucified and resurrected for us so Mm -hmm. that we wouldn't be afraid of death you haven't heard this story yet, but I wanted to tell you this is so great. So we were fortunate enough to host the funeral for someone here at Easter recently. And, you know, lots of folks come for funerals, you know, if you don't always know the connection or whatever, but someone from Easter showed up for this funeral. And they said, I was this person's care companion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, wow, yeah. wow, the care companion showed up and they were able to share with the story about 
about this parent with this mm-hmm. family. And it was an amazing story because the gist of it was that the person, as they built this relationship with the care companion, said to them, thank you so much for walking with me mm-hmm. during this season. Thank you so much for caring for yeah. me during this time in my life. Wow. Which is like a support, you know, around the family. I mean, it's not just the family carrying these heavy things of, mm-hmm. you know, someone is aging and ailing and all of these things. But like the care companion then said, I asked, I asked the care companion, well, what was it like to, to hear that? I mean, because that's like, whoa, that's a stop you in your tracks kind of like <laughs> holy moment, right? Yeah. But the person said, it is a privilege. And I'm like, wow. I mean, if you want the privilege of walking like mm-hmm. that and sharing that kind of a journey, please get in touch with Pastor Eric. Yes. Please get in touch with the Care Companion Ministry mm-hmm. because it really matters. Yeah. And this person was able to come and... And basically kind of give a, a window into a loved one's life, this All Saints season that the family did not know about. How cool is that? Yeah, that's awesome. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, and so that's thank you for that plug, because everyone listening should know that Easter Care Companions are doing that work on your behalf. It's it's a ministry of the congregation, um, walking with people who are going through difficult times um, and sometimes walking with people who are trying to process even good things in their life. But a lot of times we need we need other Christians to be with us in the midst of, you know, the, the heavy things and in the in the face of death, um, bringing, you know, a reminder that you're not alone and that Jesus himself said, do not let your hearts be troubled mm-hmm. um, in the face of death. And, yeah, so if you are interested in in learning more about that, if, if you know someone who could use a visitor or if you would like to consider doing that, we still we, we do actually have uh, one more information session in, on November 5th um, after worship at the lake. And if you were interested, you'd be able to hear about what is Care Companions and the fact that there's training. So it's not like we just throw you in. But, yeah, I've heard a few stories in my short time here at Easter of people who, who brought communion or visited someone and then the next week they passed away. Mm-hmm. So that's become a theme in this ministry. Yeah, it's huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the parts of the creed that we lift up every week is the communion of saints, right? Yes. And to say that we're connected to this group of people, we may not be related by blood, but we're connected by something even deeper than that, Yeah. which is our trust and our faith in Jesus Christ. And that's where these promises that we hear in scripture are so powerful, which is why today we're turning to the Psalms for kind of comfort. Uh, the Psalms is an amazing book, right? It's five books actually in one. Five books of collection of poetry and prayers. Some are thanking God. Some are crying out to God. And it really is this very human voice. What I what I love about the Psalms too is that here this is Jesus' own prayer book. So if we wanted to pray like Jesus, people are like, I don't want to pray like Jesus. Well, pray the Psalms, right? Yeah. And that's interesting too because even as you read them, it becomes a prayer based on what is kind of coming out of it. And it's yes. amazing how much people relate to these mm-hmm. words, right? Yes. Yeah. It is amazing how timeless they are. Yes. You can familiarize yourself with the Psalms and find words that are speaking what you're experiencing. Exactly. And these, these from these ancient words. Mm-hmm. So Psalm 116, Pastor Eric, would you be willing to, to read it? We're just going to read verses 1 through 8. Um, and then let's just start kind of at the at the first verse after you're done reading because there's just there's so much in this. Okay. This is kind of amazing. 
Psalm 116, starting at the first verse, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications, because he inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me. The pangs of Sheol laid hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish. Then I called on the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray, save my life. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. The Lord protects the simple. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return, O my soul, to your rest. For the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. Whoa. Here ends the reading. (laughs) Yeah. Beautiful. See, that's timeless. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, the the very first verse, it starts interesting because the they kind of the description is about a relationship first and foremost, right? That God and that's really been kind of the focus for our whole fall season, right? We've been in this season called Together for Good. And the whole point of that is that each of these scripture passages, each of these stories, each of the characters that we've met through the Old Testament mm-hmm. that we've been walking through is, is a lens to see that God defines, God has chosen to define God's health through relationship. I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. I'm also the God of you, mm-hmm. listener, and yeah. the mm-hmm. God of Eric, and the God of Raina in the room, and the God of Kevin. And that's an amazing mm-hmm. self-definition, right? Yeah. God chooses to define God's self that yep. way. Um, and so each of these things is about defining about relationship. But the first the first word that the psalmist uses to choose to define the relationship between this author and God is love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. God has chosen you. You can run, but you can't hide. It's not about you. It's This is uh, good news that God has chosen you. Mm-hmm. So you do have a relationship with God. Right. And that love is kind of this long-standing relationship through the goods and the ups and downs of life. Um, And part of that love that is being expressed by the psalmist is because God has, like Pastor Eric just said, has chosen to be our God. And one of the defining things that we hear from the psalm, this is still first one, right? The defining word that God has chosen is hearing. Right, mm. you are you are being listened to mm-hmm. because I feel like, and, and Pastor Eric, maybe you would say something about this too. Is I mean, it feels like often that do we know that God is even really listening? That's right. a huge concern, isn't it? Yeah, no, I think it's one of those examples where a lot of times we we don't necessarily get outside proof of these things, but this is proof right here in the Word of God, a reminder, someone who had who lived a relationship with God who goes on to talk about you know the depths that they went through and that God redeemed them that's what reminds us and encourages us that he is listening right when you don't feel like he is right exactly and we remind each other of that and does summer your dog listen to you all the time <laughs> Well, to me, yes, but not the rest of the family. Oh, there's the truth of it right there. Right there it is. But isn't it interesting? It's like there's there's lots of folks who feel like, are you really listening to me? Yeah. <laughs> and it's easy to maybe apply that to God. Like, right. are you really listening to what's going on with mm-hmm. me? But the promise, and that's where we look at the word and say, the promise is there. Yep. I will listen to you. You didn't even hear you. And, and it's 
fascinating too again that at least in this translation that i'm looking at it says uh for for god has heard my voice my supplication so it's almost like two things god's heard our literally the tenor of our voice because sometimes i'm sounding pretty happy and sometimes i'm not sounding so great right you can tell from somebody's voice Mm -hmm. does that happen with your Mm -hmm. with people you know you oh yeah listen to the tenor of the voice you know you know when you walk into the room right (laughs) we know exactly what's going on but here in this situation god has promised not only to hear the tenor of our voice or the kind of what's behind the words but also what our prayers are what our supplications are yeah as you were saying that, I also was thinking to myself how, remember, Jesus, the Son of God, who died and rose for you, um, taught his disciples to pray to God, mm-hmm. too. I mean, he prayed. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if, if God in the flesh prayed and taught his disciples to pray, you there's more reassurance right there. This is Jesus who forgave sins and overcame death for you. And he says, when you pray, pray like this, mm-hmm. our father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, you know? So, um, just more assurance that God is listening. Jesus wouldn't have told you to pray if God wasn't going to be listening. Mm-hmm. So exactly. There is plenty of reassurance throughout scripture. I mean, just think about the different stories that you might remember or have heard, or maybe that you will hear sometime about Jesus interacting with people who have died or who he has heard has died, mm-hmm. you know, and in all of that, God expresses care, right? I mean, yeah. what's the shortest verse in the Bible? Jesus wept. <laughs> right? And why yeah. does Jesus weep? What's behind that? It's because he knows that someone that yeah. the community loves has died. Yeah. That's that's the mm-hmm. impetus, right, mm-hmm. for that verse is that death has come into the situation yeah. and it literally breaks God's heart. Like, mm-hmm. holy smokes, that's powerful. So maybe what would be resources that Jesus would share? Well, he'd probably look to the Psalms too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, look at verse three, right? The cords of death have encircled me. I mm-hmm. mean, that's he. Just, they're just naming a reality, right? Yes. I suffered distress and anguish. So no matter what depths you're going through, you're not alone. You're not the first one. And this is precisely what Christ came to to overcome for you. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's so fascinating that as a culture, we have a hard time talking about death. We have, yeah. hard, we have all sorts of, what's it, euphemisms that we have? Right. Like, well, they went away for yeah. a while. Or... Yeah, they passed. <laughs> yeah. Passed where? Yeah. Well, oh it's God. just easier to say, like, and I, even as a pastor, yes. uh, I, it's hard because I don't want to, you know, you know, slam someone over the head with the D word you know, right. that, you know, that they died, but that's the truth. And we should have no, we shouldn't be afraid of that. But I was, I was even hesitant when we were talking about Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason we were so overwhelmed mm-hmm. the first couple days was because it's all about death when you're there. Yeah. How many th- tens of thousands of soldiers died and you're surrounded by it and all the photos and you're trying to imagine how, where you're walking was once, you know, covered with death. And, but even in the, you know, at the beginning of this podcast, I didn't even want to say that because it sounds so, you know, terrible, but, but it's a reality of life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm having these Ken Burns flashbacks. Yeah. You know, I remember like, yeah, exactly. Seeing this documentary called the civil war Ken Burns documentary about he's zooming in on these photos. And it's just like, my goodness, it's heavy when you're there. But at some level, again, whether it's Ken Burns or it's 
the scripture that we read, it shows us that death is not the last word. Right. And that's such a powerful thing. Um, you know, it's striking, too, that in, for example, in uh, verse 4 there, there's a prayer almost. Lord, save my life. Lord, help me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost giving us words when we don't have words to pray. Right. Right. Absolutely. Here is one. Um, and it's just naming what God has done. Um, and I mean, what does your verse six kind of look at? How does yours read? The Lord protects the simple. And I thought, hey, I resembled those remarks. <laughs> when I was brought low, he saved me. <laughs> and if he can save me, then, you know, but um, it, it really, that's, that is true, though. As you're reading this, you're thinking like, well, this is someone else who wrote this, mm-hmm. but it's it's actually your own it becomes your own words right because we've all experienced things like this and if you haven't you will right and but this here it is right in the very word of god in jesus own prayer book as you said mm-hmm. um, and it matters too because i mean this coming weekend we're really going to be looking at verses kind of seven and eight which is kind of the heart of this passage particularly so of course we always encourage you to underline that in your bible just so you have those promises there but at some level, verse 7 is kind of a reminding ourselves to, to, to return to God's presence because truly that is the peace that passes all understanding. Yep. And that's something that I often pray for people is that we ask God that you would give them the peace that passes all understanding because death, it doesn't, we don't have a lot of understanding. <laughs> it doesn't make sense yeah. sometimes. Well, it's not rational. Yeah. And none of us have been there you know we have to take the word of uh jesus and um Mm -hmm. you know in order to be comforted into something which we can't see it's the unknown the fear of the unknown exactly but i mean i a couple i have a couple of things that point to that yeah that i wanted to lift up especially with when i think of all saints sunday i think of hebrews 12 Mm -hmm. but it also talks to the same point the uh, verses one and two since therefore since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us looking to jesus the pioneer and perfecter of our faith who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross disregarding its shame and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of god that's the great cloud of witnesses you know these words that we're hearing today and that's what we celebrate on all saints mm-hmm. that those our loved ones have the victory they've gone ahead they've received the promise they're living it exactly and we will too mm-hmm. absolutely and just by showing up just by being part of this community you're part of that cloud too because sometimes we're able to help and encourage someone and say i can walk with you through this and sometimes we're going to need that help yeah. we're going to need that encouragement we're going to need to be preached to, told that we need to remember that there's nothing, not even death, that can separate us yeah. from the love of God. Mm-hmm. And that is such an important promise. So that's Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. See, that's another amazing passage yeah. to have underlined, you know, yes. just to be able to have that handy. Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you, friends, more and more how important it is that our loved ones, when they find our Bibles, <laughs> yeah. we are gone, yeah. they look through them yes. to find the words that spoke to us. Right. And so, by you just by making that simple notation you don't know how that's going to bless people mm-hmm. I mean, truly it's it's it really does speak to people 
Um, and that's kind of, I think, the hope of this, of, you know, Psalm 116, Hebrews 12 is yeah. a reminder, right, of what we're doing this coming weekend, which is to remember, we read this list of names, but more mm-hmm. importantly, we hold on to the promises. Yes. And we, as we hold on to those promises, we, it's our prayer for you that you might find peace with wherever you are today, mm-hmm. peace with the craziness of the news that sometimes we just need to turn off for our own mental health, um, peace with um, whatever struggle you're carrying, peace too with the death of a loved one, whether that's been recent mm-hmm. or not, um, yeah. that we still carry those things. And of course, yeah. we always want you to know, please reach out to your pastors, please reach out to your staff because we care about you, we're praying for you and we're praying with you. Yes. Yeah. Well, this has been the Carry On Cast, which is the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry on the work of Jesus Christ. Be well.